1: Darius Scott, a.k.a. Dixon, is a musician, singer, and songwriter who co-wrote the Beyoncé song, Be Alive, which is featured on the soundtrack of the Ronaldo Marcus Green film, King Richard. Will Smith plays Richard Williams in the film, and it chronicles how his love and determination helped his two tennis star daughters, Venus and Serena Williams, become the professionals and talented sportsmen they are today. The song is nominated for an Oscar, and for Dixon, this is a fantastic opportunity. One, because he got to, you know, work with Beyonce, which, like, we all wanna do. And two, it's because it's his first Oscar nomination. Now, don't pick Dixon as a newcomer. He has a super stacked resume. He's worked with the lights of Chance the Rapper, Vix Menza, Pharrell, and more. And he's had a huge impact in the entertainment world, making his mark across multiple genres. As a Rock Nation signee, the multi-instrumentalist, who for years has been recognized for his extraordinary work as a producer and vocal arranger behind the scenes, is stepping into the forefront soon with his first solo album as an artist. Now, this conversation is really great because you get to learn a lot about the process of what it was like to work with Beyonce and his and his ideas about uh, what it takes to make the perfect score and soundtrack. So let's get into the conversation. I wanna thank you for coming on to the Scene to Scene podcast uh, for Deadline. Um, When I got the email uh, about you, I was automatically like, yeah, I have to have him on the show because I've been wanting to talk about not only like, you know, more about um, King Richard, but about music and movies in general. Um, And so this was sort of like the perfect opportunity. So, you know, tell folks a little bit about yourself. Like, I know things, but I think people would want to hear it come from you. Instead of coming from me. So what would you like for folks to know about you and how you, you know, got into this business and your relationship with music?
0: Um, I'm, you know, I'm just a kid from Atlanta uh that has lived uh, a lot of places um and soaked up a lot of music uh in, in living in all of these places. Um and I, I don't know, I'm a producer, I'm um, a songwriter, i'm a singer, a recording artist um and yeah, I make music for the people um that's that's kind of been my thing my whole career. um I play a lot of instruments uh, and yeah, I just like i i I'm obsessed with music, I really am I always have been um from a long. From from a kid, I, I've been obsessed with music my whole life. Um, I had parents that uh, allowed that obsession to flourish into mm-hmm. a career, um, and I got in the business very early. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm still I'm still going. Uh, I'm not I'm not discouraged yet to quit. I, I I love I love what I do every day, so.
1: Did you have a relationship with Beyonce before King Richard came along or did you guys sort of meet in the middle when it came to collaborating for Be Alive, the the song, which is, congratulations by the way, is uh, nominated for an Oscar for best original song. Um, Is this your first nomination?
0: This is my first Oscar nomination,
1: along with Beyonce. Congratulations, y'all! Yeah, congratulations.
0: thank you so That's much.
1: Really um, but did you guys have like a prior working relationship before this?
0: Not necessarily. I I had been submitting songs uh, to her and her team um, just by virtue of, of of thinking that I might make something that she likes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't know if she was working or anything. I just was submitting songs and found out that she liked my songs uh by being asked to work on this Mm -hmm. um on this project so we didn't have a prior relationship before i am signed to rock nation so Mm -hmm. that's her husband's record label um but we didn't have a prior relationship i you know i i've just always thought as a producer and as a songwriter i could make something that she would like um and so i've i've just been submitting and then we got the call Uh, to work on this. And it changed my life. Um, And yeah, we, uh, as far as the collaboration process goes, um, I just kind of started with a rough idea um, that was just the bones of the song. Mm -hmm. Um, I've kind of learned when it comes to working with creatives, uh, especially creatives like be or anybody at this high level um if you I didn't want to do too much Mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning because I needed to leave room for her to be who she is Um, right and I don't think I don't think people talk about it enough but Beyonce is an incredible songwriter and Mm -hmm. she's an incredible producer obviously we all know what her voice sounds
1: like right right
0: um but she's amazing at what she does as a writer and a, and a producer um and so I didn't want to do too much I wanted to leave room for her and I'm so glad that I did because when I I played my rough demo for her um in person and what was that like it was insane I uh I, I was so nervous like I I remember the day I came in to work I I was like, I'm wearing like a black t-shirt and it was pretty, like, it wasn't hot or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked all day, didn't break a sweat. And then she came and I played it for her. And I, I don't even think I looked at her the whole time. It was funny. <laughs> uh, but I remember uh, the response being really, really great. And so that was encouraging. So I, I kind of loosened up a bit. Yeah. Um, but when she left, I looked down at my black shirt and it, I was just drenched <laughs> in sweat. And so if that tells you how nervous I was, I mean, if that doesn't tell you how nervous I was and I don't know what will, cause I literally worked all day on the demo and then didn't sweat at all until I played it for her. So, um, she, she, she. She's a very important person. So, you know, you want to impress her, uh, but it was my first time playing her anything. So in, pu- in person. So I didn't know what to expect, uh, but she obviously super gracious and was excited about the song. And so that encouraged me to just keep digging and finding the things that, you know, would make the song better. Uh, the most important thing being when we got her vocals back. And her rewrites and her production notes, um, it changed the song. It turned the song into into what it is. Um, and so I owe a lot of allow um, a lot of the success to the song to Beyonce's creative genius. Um, and i'm not I'm not just saying that. Mm-hmm. Like she's special. Um, and I think we all know she's special, but we don't we don't get to see a lot of the behind the scenes work that she does to make these moments so special mm-hmm. um, and so I have to give her I have to give her that honor uh by by saying it aloud that she's a she's a cold producer and a cold songwriter too um and so yeah we, doing it with her just means so much to me uh in my career because I respect her in that regard as a writer and a producer
1: so did you get did you sort of meet Beyonce within the creative process, having already talked to the uh, the producers, you know, some of the producers or talking to the director of King Richard? Was it that you were already attached and she came in later? Or I guess I'm just trying no. to figure out how you got connected to the film.
0: I, I got connected through B's team. Ah, um, okay. Yeah um i i i think you know i i don't know how she got connected to the film
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, but i became connected by virtue of of her team
1: okay Um, and so so when like what was the first instrument that you picked up and you was like all right music is my thing it's going to be my thing forever like how did you make as a kid yeah how did you come to the decision
0: uh drums were my first instrument um the first thing I picked up was pots and pans in my mother's kitchen in Atlanta like she would be washing the dishes I don't even think I could walk yet I, I was crawling uh from what stories have been told to me and she would be washing the dishes and I would be underneath her grabbing pots out of the the cupboard basically and spoons and all of that. To, to bang on and, and make my own little beats. Uh, so drums was definitely my first instrument. It's the first real instrument that my parents bought me too, um, a set of drums. I actually have this wicked uh, video and a bunch of photos from that Christmas uh, when they bought me my first drum set and I was so excited. Um, and you could see that same joy on my face even now, like in making in the just the thought of being able to make music mm-hmm. um and then the second instrument was piano uh I took lessons uh for about four uh maybe about three or four years mm-hmm. classically as a kid, and then my piano teacher passed away, and I didn't like the new piano teacher, so I just decided I would teach myself right and so. That's what I did. Um, Then I picked up guitar and I played woodwinds because my mom played woodwinds. Um, And then around about 12 or 13, I got my first like Pro Tools rig uh, to be able to like record myself. And that changed everything for me because now I'm able to sit down the piano, have a microphone, mic that piano, record my idea and then turn the mic over to me and and sing songs and so i feel like the songwriting and production thing kind of came all simultaneously but it was after i had learned how to play uh instruments and so i taught myself how to record myself and i've been doing so you know uh for for a good while now um and yeah but it all started with the drums for sure
1: Is making music for film something or a new venture you'd like to tap into? Not just like creating songs, but orchestrating an entire yeah. soundtrack for a film.
0: I definitely see it in, in my future. I, I got my first role as a producer uh, working for theater, actually, so mm-hmm. I, I, made my, I made my debut as a producer producing a 40 song musical for a company in Atlanta called the youth ensemble of Atlanta, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, which I'm a former member of. They have a bunch of famous uh, members also. Um, And I just remember one summer, the creative director coming to me and saying, I think you can do this. I know it doesn't feel like you can do this. It's a, it's a big task, but I think you can do it. Um, And we did it. We debuted at the Rialto in Atlanta um, to rave reviews from the journal Constitution. Uh, and it was the first time I wrote, I mean, I literally wrote 40 original songs. Wow. For a musical. A lot. Holy. Yeah. And I was, I think I was 18 or 19. Um, and we recorded, we we went to studios and pre-recorded vocals. We really did it like a production. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time that I, I knew that down the road I would work in film or get back to theater. I'm hoping to get back to, to theater and do original music. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if Kenny Leon is out here somewhere uh, <laughs> listening, tell him. I, I mean, first of all, I, I, I met him as a kid, uh-huh. um, but I, I love the work that he does. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to get back to Broadway all the time, uh, but film um I definitely think I'll get there. I have a new TV series, uh, a scripted TV series that I've been asked to do the music direction for. Um, we're still figuring that out, and I think one day that'll parlay into into doing full scores. My, I mean, some of my favorite producers are composers: Hans Zimmer, uh, John Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm blanking. Uh, Dr. Bill Lee, Spike Lee's father. Um, I like I said uh, my grandfather worked in film uh, as a cameraman and a director of photography so I've always studied the soundtracks of films um and I, I I would love that opportunity I would love to score a film for Spike like that I mean that would that would mean the world to me I'm such a Spike Lee fan I literally have seen everything he's ever done um. And yeah, that would mean the world to me to get into that space. And I think this would be a good opportunity to, to have those conversations um, with, with directors whom I respect uh, and directors I don't know yet.
1: Right. Sorry about that noise. Like, I, I always forget to put it on Do Not Deserve. Something oh, like it's
0: it. okay. I didn't even hear it. Nobody, even,
1: nobody ever calls me. So it's always <laughs> when I'm doing something that people won't call. I don't it's, get
0: always, it. it's always that way. I'm, I know for a fact before this interview is over, that somebody's going to call me.
1: <laughs> of course, of course they're going to call you. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully, because I know you got this Oscar nomination, which is huge in and of itself, right? Yeah. A win is one thing um, and a nomination is another. And that should hopefully uh, offer some type of elevation, say, hey, Dixon is, is, is someone creating stuff and he's, he's, now Oscar nominated let's give him an opportunity and I'm hoping that you guys win because that's going to be an even bigger bump yeah. um um in the sort of you know I guess a, some makes it consider a career boost some may not or whatever but I think you're in the it's right definitely company. a career
0: boost okay honestly I mean yeah it's I mean I've I've always had on my goals list the EGOT. got I know it's very early for me to um
1: I don't think it's early to manifest at all today is two twenty two twenty two tuesday I know, right? what? so <laughs> manifest away before midnight yeah.
0: no i'm I'm over here manifesting big things are big things are are going to happen um and, and i I've always believed that and it's gotten me this far so i I know that it doesn't stop here for sure
1: so let's talk about soundtracks because i know you said you you mentioned that you have some fate some of your your favorite um soundtracks and 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 scores so i'm i want to i want to know what are your top three soundtracks
0: what are you top favorites? three they don't have to oh. be they
1: could be among your favorites but three that come oh, to mind
0: now you're now you're hurting me top three <laughs> okay um okay Top three. One of them is uh, Spike Lee. And, it, it oh, this one's hard because there's so many good ones. Uh, but I'll have to go with School Days. I mean, the oh, opening yeah. scene, the wake-up scene is just too magical uh, musically. Mm-hmm. Outside of the cinematography, it's, it's, it's extremely magical. Um, hmm. Next would be Waiting to Exhale. Yes, um, it's the first time that I heard a. It's the first time that I heard or watched a film whose music, the actual songs, were so important to the score. Right, so I, I feel like a lot of times we split up score and soundtrack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, with the reason why I love School Days is for that very reason. The soundtrack to the film is pretty much the score.
1: The score, right. right. Um,
0: Waiting to Exhale had its own score, but also the music was so integral to the film. Uh, the actual songs that Babyface did for the film, so important uh, to, I mean, I feel like that movie did what it did numbers-wise because of that soundtrack. Um, and another score and it's another spike lee film that i think a lot of people don't talk about the inside man score um was just beautifully done and i'm blanking on who did the score for inside man uh but i just, i mean the opening scene of inside man is is so encapsulating um and obviously denzel is a master uh so uh, you gotta you gotta score a film with Denzel in it right, or else it may not hit the same, you know. Um,
1: Terrence so Blanchard did the Blanchard. Uh, position for for Inside Man.
0: I'm also pretty sure Terrence Blanchard worked on School Days too. Uh, if not, it was Dr. Bill Lee. But Terrence Blanchard is another like seminal figure in the films that I love from spike um he's a brilliant composer brilliant musician um but yeah inside man was crazy It was so beautiful so beautifully done um so yeah that's those are my three i have more but those are my three
1: okay for right now do you mind if i share mine with you
0: yes come on tell me
1: well one of the ones that you talk like when you talk about like the soundtrack being the score don't ask me why i don't know why but mo money yeah mo money is like one of my favorite soundtracks um love the movie but the soundtrack is kind of what made it i'm
0: about to i'm about to go peep that again
1: um jimmy jam and terry lewis
0: yeah i mean the 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 gods honestly
1: yeah because they they those those dudes do it all so like yeah
0: yeah they're um, they're they're important
1: uh, another soundtrack which actually also provided the score was queen of the damned um, oh
0: that is a good soundtrack
1: um i don't you know not everybody loves the movie you know i know but the soundtrack did, was so good but the soundtrack was so well put together by um, god uh what is the name i forget he's the lead singer of corn he's the one who scored and produced the whole thing Oh wow. Jonathan I Davis I believe his name is something like that but he um he sort of scored and produced all I think he wrote all the songs too.
0: Wow.
1: if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna look that up but I believe he wrote all the songs and um another one that comes to mind is Romeo must die yeah um, this I can't really remember the score, but I remember the soundtrack being instrumental for the culture and just you know, liking the sort of production it was at the time when Aaliyah was sort of free of R. Kelly and sort of doing her own thing and Timbaland and Missy um, were heavily involved in the soundtrack. Um, Another one that comes to mind is Car Wash but that's, you know... Oh, that's so
0: crazy that you say that. My grandfather worked on Car Wash.
1: Oh, shit. We'll see. Things come around but yeah, Car Wash is like one that... Yeah, I I mean I was
0: just listening to that soundtrack. Rose Royce is... I was literally as I was traveling back to LA a couple of days ago listening to that soundtrack. That's a soundtrack that has so many singles from I feel like that soundtrack might have the most singles like in history. You got I feel like uh, every
1: track is every I feel like every track became like a separate dance hit.
0: Yeah. You got Love Don't Live Here Anymore in there. You got um I'm Going Down, uh, there's quite a few singles, obviously Car Wash being a lead single, but yeah, it's, it's, that's an important soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I am Doing What Comes Naturally is another one. Yeah. You Gotta Believe, I Want to Get Next to You, yeah, wow, okay. You.
0: So many singles.
1: Yeah, you ain't lying so about I, that
0: yeah I just I just discovered that like that it was so many singles on that soundtrack I just discovered that not too long ago actually
1: yeah yeah that's definitely I it's a soundtrack that I kind of grew up on um I wasn't born in the 70s but I you know I'm I was born in the early 80s and you know when those you know records were still in rotation and so it was something that I always remembered and something that used to be on tv all the time and I I wanna thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, your journey, your your love for music and and what you do um, and why you love music the way you love it and what you love specifically. I I think and hope that you get, we're gonna manifest today that you get the elevation and the, the credit that you so deserve with your talents.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Yes, we're definitely going to put the two twenty-two twenty-two 2222 for the Tuesday for uh, for Dixon and and his music and um, looking forward to seeing you, you know, seeing you uh, hopefully on the Oscars and and going up to win that award.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you uh, again for coming for coming on.
0: Of course, of course. Anytime.